everyone, welcome back to another episode of WN Movie Talk, formerly known as We Need to Talk About Movies podcast. But now it's WN Movie Talk. We've changed just to make it a bit easier to find us. And I'll tell you what, Robin, it seems to have worked. Oh, good. Yeah, we've had a massive jump in uh, listeners in the last couple of weeks. I'm sure it's a lot to do with you joining as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think a lot of factors going into that. I've started to put thumbnails on the little episodes as well. Yeah, nice. But, That's good. That's yeah, good news. All, That's good news. Yeah, we've had a, a good a good couple of weeks. So yeah, if you're a new listener to us, thank you for joining us. Thank you. It, it'd be great to hear from you. There's a few ways you can contact us via email at wnmovietalk at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. So facebook.com forward slash podcast or the same as Instagram forward slash podcast. So I'm joined again by my brother, Robin. The, Hello, Robin. Hi, I was going to say the other alternative is carry a pigeon. Uh, just get a piece of paper, <laughs> write a note message to Trev staple it to the carrier pigeon and send him off send it off to Dartmoor because the chances are you'll be on there somewhere looking for food yes I was there last night actually Robin and I watched this film in a tent during a bit of a storm it was quite exciting <laughs> yeah that's very cool actually did it creep you out yeah. at all I mean it's not really a you should do that you should totally watch the scariest horror movie you can find whilst on yeah. Dartmoor horror movies don't really scare me um but I did watch Zodiac yeah. up there once, and that gave me the creeps. Yeah, right. Uh, so, you seen anything this week, Robin? Well, I have. Well, I have, actually, because I went to the cinema with my wife last night. We went out for a date. It was really exciting. We had um, Marks and Spencer's sandwiches in the car <laughs> out, <laughs> outside the cinema, <laughs> and then went in and watched the film. It was so romantic. And we went and watched uh, The Kingsman. Oh, yeah. The new one. The- the prequel to I the... I think it is called The Kingsman, isn't it? Because he the is... King's Man, isn't the it? King's Man. The King's Man, I should say, yes. Because yeah. he was the King's Man. Um, so we went to see that. And was it good? It was. It was enjoyable. I've I've enjoyed all three of them, actually. I must say, I haven't watched any of them. Right. Um, but I've seen the trailer for this one, and I've wanted to watch it. Yeah. So I think I will watch it. So, I mean, in this one, there's Rasputin. I don't want to give too much away, because obviously it's a new film, and people probably wanted to have might want to go and see it um offer this recommendation <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah so um i was just looking for it the guy who played him and i didn't realize to start with but the guy who plays rasputin he it is and i'm just looking for the name of the guy come on he's the yeah. he's the welsh bloke from uh, the way i said it to my wife was in the cinema and there wasn't many people around because it was quite quiet so i leaned over and i said that's the guy from notting hill you know the one Nice, oh. firm buttocks. Resepan. Yes, him. Oh, it's him, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And he just looks minging as anything. And he is. He's grisly. He's like gross. Yeah. And there's a bit where he's he's licking Ralph Fine's leg. Now, you know, and it's just like <laughs> gross. It's gross. It's gross. It was a, I was sitting in the cinema thinking, I'm uncomfortable now. Oh, I will watch him at some point. But I definitely saw the trailer for that one and thought, Actually, that looks really good. Now I want to watch it. Yeah. The first one is still my favourite, I think. Um, yeah. This one, again, not giving anything away, but I thought the villain was slightly unnecessary. 
that it who it was and it was like well it didn't need to do that and it, it spoiled it a little bit for me because i just thought logistically i couldn't believe that that was the case i can't say any more than that without giving it away okay but, you know is it the good guy turns out to be the bad guy um i can't say anything can <laughs> you i say they do that a lot at the moment in films i can't say it. i can't say any more than that well, I haven't watched anything this week. I, Jess, I finished all the Harry Potters. We've done the Potters. Harry Potter. Very good. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I love them. Brilliant. Um, probably, Deathly Hallows Part 1 was a bit dull. It goes on a bit. Mm. And um, when Dobby dies, it's like... Dobby. Every, everyone says it's like a real heartbreaking moment. I never, ever felt that with when he dies. I never... It's like, to me, he's just a puppet... And it's, do you know what I mean? I never yeah. felt attached yeah. to that character. <laughs> yeah. And I remember watching it and like with, when it first came out and we was watching it with friends at the cinema and they all come out and they was like, oh God, I can't believe that. Oh. And I was like, really? You're actually upset that Dobby died. I couldn't care. <laughs> yeah. Well, that heartless. It's true. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler, Dobby dies. If anybody hasn't, doesn't know that. <laughs> Harry Potter shoves his sock down his throat. <laughs> oh, dear. But, uh, yeah, that's what I've watched anyway. Yeah, I, I think I've seen something else this week, but I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> so, this week's film was your choice, Robin, wasn't it? Your first choice. Oh, you, yeah. And, you know, this is incredibly hard to do because suddenly you kind of, you know, the responsibility of, of picking a, a film that is going to be enjoyable or not enjoyable or debatable or interesting. And it's important. It's got to be one that's quite accessible for other people to watch as well. And, uh, Robin, are you going to give us a clue what the film is? <laughs> I just did. <laughs> I, gotta, I don't even know what to say to that yeah i can <laughs> no just we haven't we haven't mentioned the film name yet it was clue wasn't it clue from i can't remember is it 1985 isn't it it is 1985 same yes. years back to the forwards gosh really yeah okay christopher lloyd was busy that year wasn't he? he looks yeah and this is the thing obviously he kind of they've aged him a bit haven't they for back to the future with his yeah. crazy manic white hair and that. But he looked, because I thought he looked, yeah, I, I watching it thinking, yeah, he's quite young in this, isn't he? Which he would have been back then. I always remember him in Taxi. Do you remember Taxi? Yes, I do. One of the lines in that was, um, oh, I was arrested once. And they said, well, what did they get you on drugs? He went, no, no, I was already on drugs. That's why they arrested me. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was the old uh, wacky one in that, wasn't he? Spaced out. It was good. That's right. Yeah, he was indeed. So, so, what but, a cast uh, Taxi had. Yeah, great. Incredible. Yeah, Danny DeVito. Yeah. Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman, yeah. And, and Christopher Lloyd, and that was it. <laughs> what a cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, Clue. And Robbie. also, hang on though, but also with Taxi, what a theme tune. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Go on, do the rest. Yeah. That was really good. We could have done the whole thing then. I just felt drive over a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I, that went so badly, I just knocked my mic off. Hang on. Is it still working? You're still recording? Uh, yeah, hang on. Let me just check. Oh my God. I laughed so recording. loud that my mic flew off. 
It's all good. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> so, yes, we came up with a question to ask the uh, Facebookers today. We ask a question related to each film each week. If you want to get your comments read, then you've got to go over to us on Facebook. I've already given you the address at the beginning. Um, but what was the comment? How did I word it? I put, this week's question, films based on games, best and worst, go. Uh-huh. And I said to you, didn't I? I said, I wonder how many go down the board game route. Yeah. Not many. <laughs> well, I knew it would all be sort of, we're leading them astray thinking that it's computer games, I think. Robert. Right. So they probably expected us to do something like Ready Player One. Or- yeah. But then there's not a lot of board game films. So, so what, what sort of response did you get then for that question? Um, Rob Jones said rounders for best card game movie. Eh? I don't know what that means. Rounders? I've never heard of that. No. What's that then? It's a 1998 film. Oh, it's, it's a gambler. Well, it's about a gambler. <laughs> it's not based on. I just on got a, the instructions of how to play rounders when I Googled it. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. Yeah, 1998 rounders. Matt Damon. Um, he said Jumanji probably wins both board game and video game categories. Yeah, I said that, didn't I? I said everybody has say that one because that's the only one I could remember. But it's not actually based on a game, it's just made up. Both of them. Well, yeah, but the thing is, then they made the game afterwards, didn't they? So the game yeah, actually the, came after the film, yeah. So after that's the film. yes. The game Does that is count? shocking as well. Because and then he's put some really bad video games, films, Street Fighter with Jean Claude Van Damme and Kyle. <laughs> was Kylie in that? <laughs> yeah, as was Prince of Persia, one of my favourite games as a kid. He says. Oh. Uh, Dean Harvey said Dungeons and Dragons, good fun for kids to use imagination absolutely trash film i do love dungeons and dragons the board game yeah yeah D the kids call it now they Rob. do i know i've got i've got i've got um what, what are we on the fifth edition or something now is it they don't even use a board do they they don't even use a board they just write it all on bits of paper yeah i know what i used to have pieces i used to paint them that's what you're meant to do that's how you supposed to do it jack stokes says assassin's creed with michael fassbender or the Resident Evil films with Mila Djokovic. Djokovic? Yeah, are they any good, those films? Because there's a lot of them, isn't there? The Resident Evil s- films. I've never seen them. There's a lot of the games as well. I've never really played them. Mm. I don't do zombies, really, Robin. Zombies are a one-trick pony to me. Well... It doesn't matter what I watch. It never seems any different to the last zombie film I've watched. Mm. Yeah. Kristen Mitchell said, War Games was my favourite when I was a kid. Is that Matthew Broderick? Yeah, it? it was. Was so, but that was so. What is that? Is that's not a board game, though, is it? <laughs> no, I don't think it's a, based on a game. But I suppose he plays computer games. But then again, did it come out? Did they make War Games the War Game afterwards? I don't. God know. knows, I can't remember. Um, and Gary Jones said Saw. Well, he was Saw. Is he chaffing? No, he Saw Saw Saw. You know Saw. Yes, I do know that. I I don't know. It's based on a jigsaw, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Isn't the character named Jigsaw? Or something? I've never seen the Saw films. I've just, I've just awful. Yeah, I've just remembered the other film I watched. Oh, go on. Oh, the Eternals. <laughs> Another Marvel. How was that? Mean? Oh, the Eternals. Uh... Yeah, nothing special. But that was the other one I watched. Yeah. Anyway, so have you seen any of the um, Boba Fett series? Yes, yet? I'm up to date with that. 
strangely oh, yeah. yeah i have actually watched all of you enjoying them. It? i only enjoyed the episode with the sand people on the train not seen that yet i thought that was all right i watched the first one and i thought do you know what this looks like bad telly the costumes looked awful the blokes like too old to be boba, boba fett. fett yeah yeah I'm just like what this is awful yeah and um i just got to the end of it and thought i can't be bothered I don't want to watch another Star Wars thing set in Tatooine. Did you, yeah, they're always in Tatooine, isn't it? A massive great universe, and they're always on the same bloody sandy planet. Yeah. It's like, come on. It's like, isn't the Have new Obi-Wan of- series, that can't go anywhere else other than Tatooine, can it? Because that's what, he was sat there, wasn't he? Well, he, he, yeah, he'll have to keep going back there, won't he? So each episode's going to start there, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> fucking no, it just, just. Uh. Did you watch? Um, did you watch any of the Mandalorian though? Did you actually have you seen any of that? Yeah, I quite enjoyed the Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean, I got really excited. Sounds wrong now. I've said it out loud, but I got really excited when Luke Skywalker turned up. Yeah, no, I thought it was great and a great ending. But then I thought, oh, they're just setting up for Boba Fett. We just, I just feel like I've watched the cool version of Boba Fett. I don't want to watch the old fat version of Boba Fett. <laughs> you know, my heart sank then. It was like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Well, I don't, I don't get the whole gangster mafia thing and how he's meant to be ruling the entire place. Because it's just him walking around. <laughs> that's how gangster mafias work. And yet he does, you know, he goes in, they go, oh, you're going to have to teach him a lesson. He goes, hey, you, don't do that again. <laughs> and they're like oh he's serious <laughs> oh yeah i can't be bothered yeah okay <sighs> let's not talk about that then no <laughs> let's talk about the film well hang on i still got some more comments i haven't finished yet. oh sorry <laughs> carry on crack on uh, Stuart Davey said, there's not a great deal to pick from. I like the first Resident Evil and Max Payne, but it wasn't a great movie. He said uh, he didn't enjoy Street Fighter, or nor did he enjoy Assassin's Creed. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I agree with him, though. I, there isn't a lot to pick yeah, from, is there? It's a tough one. Yeah. So then we've got Tomb Raider, Silent Hill. Okay. <laughs> Again, yeah. All right. From Simon Crash Stapleton. Yeah. Dan Wilkins says, uh, Resident Evil... Uh, Doom and Mario Brothers, all great games. But the films. But the films. Oh, Mario, Mario Brothers. Mario Sam Brothers. Franklin also says <laughs> Super Mario Brothers has to be the worst, not yes. Hoskins' finest work. <laughs> Ant yeah. Miller says, not a film, but a TV series, The Witcher. Bloody brilliant. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair shout. Damien Clegg, The Great Escape, definitely one of the best. I don't. Great Is Escape's it? not based on a. Game, is it a game? It? I'd make a good game, though, wouldn't it? It would make a good game, but I don't Is think he thinking of Colditz? The poor guy, because that's quite a good game, isn't it? I don't know. We have to escape from Colditz. I think uh, it's called Escape from Colditz, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Steve Rowe said, won't find out till February, but I reckon Uncharted will be good, will be decent. Mm. Graham Bauer says, the best is Wreck-It Ralph. Mm. And Wayne Pickersgill said... Squid Games. Yeah, Squid Games is an interesting one. I, I mean, did you, I heard about there was a thing in the news where, there were, where a teacher got fired because the morning after he'd watched Squid Games, he went in and played the games on the playground with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then shot them. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was going all right until he started <laughs> shooting them. <laughs> um, Idiot. So that's all the comments we had. So, okay, yeah, interesting, not, yeah. Not many board games in there. So... Can you think of any board games 
that got turned into films in that way, <sighs> the other way. No, and that's the thing. I really can't. I, I think the it's... The only um, other two I could think of was Mousetrap. Oh, yes. It's the film of Mousetrap, isn't it? Yes. And Battleship. Wasn't that based yes. on the board game? Some, I, yeah. I haven't seen it. I yeah. haven't seen either of them, I don't think. But Quickly, roll a dice. And there isn't any dice in Battleship, though, is there? No, they go... D4! Yes, yes, do you imagine, do you imagine the tension though? <laughs> if that was what it was really like. And then, actually though, if you flip this question then, which board games would you turn into, that you've got or you know, would you turn into a board game? Because I was thinking, what into would the film. film, what would the film of Monopoly be? What would the yeah. storyline of Monopoly the film be? Well, you'd have one person's really smug because he's got everything. <laughs> yes. One person's only got one brown and a pink. And, uh, and then at the end of the game, the young moody wizard lifts up the world and throws it, <laughs> and throws it all across the room. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. I know that game well. So yeah, maybe a, a bit of a miss with the question this week, but thank you for all your answers anyway, everyone. Thank you. So this week's film, Robin. Clue. Yes. Would you like to introduce it okay for people who don't know what clue is it is based on the game of cluedo and therefore the six guests are all um cluedo characters professor plum that's it i can't remember anymore colonel <laughs> mustard Colonel Mustard. Uh, you, you, you introduce it. It'd be much better if you right. did it. You caught me out there. I didn't realise I had to prepare for this. I thought I just turned up and you you talked at me. For those of you who don't know, Clue is based on the famous murder mystery board game, Cluedo. I said also, that bit. Also known in the North America as Clue. Hence yes. why the film is called Clue. Uh, it's got quite a good cast. It stars Tim Curry, uh, Madeline Kahn, Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKean, Colleen Camp, um, Martin Mull, Martin Mull, Leaving. <laughs> Do you think that's his real name? Leaving. That's his stage name. That's why he got the role because he plays Mr. Body. Yes, and it's the joke is Mr. Body is leaving. That is brilliant. Mr. Body is leaving. Yeah, that's the joke. I just That's a great joke. So it's based on the board game of Clue. It is a comedy. And Tim Curry plays Wadsworth, the butler. Yes. This big stately home, this mansion. And he has invited six six people. Mrs. White, Madeline Kahn, Christopher Lloyd as Professor Plum, Michael McKean, Mr. Green, Leslie Ann Warren as Miss Scarlet, and Eileen Brennan as Mrs. Peacock. And we've got Colleen Camp as Yvette the Maid, the buxom maid. It's worth watching just for Colleen Camp as the maid, isn't it, this film? Are we? But they've all they've all been invited to this dinner party and they've all been given pseudonyms and they're all trying to find out who has been blackmailing them. And when they're introduced to Mr. Body leaving, one of them uh, murders him. And then the mystery begins. So, yeah, did you enjoy watching this, Robin? When was the last time you watched this? Oh, a long time ago. I couldn't remember who it was that did it. And then I forgot. I, I also, I forgot the fact that it it has alternative endings, doesn't it? Mm. There's, there's three for you to choose from. 
Yeah. You know, which which one do you think is the, you know, the, the ending that you best like? I thought it was quite clever the way they did that. But you- um, yeah, I hadn't seen it for a long time. And I that's one of the reasons why I, I picked it because I thought, you know, it's been a while. And I saw something not long ago about with Tim Curry, actually, because what Tim Curry does now, because he's quite ill, isn't he? He's quite... Oh, he's had a stroke, hasn't he? Yeah. He's and um, he's quite... He? Yeah. Um, but he still speaks to fans online. And I, I just watched it. And I remember thinking at the time, I remember thinking, you know, it's, it's, it's sad because one of the things about him was his, his, his energy is what it, mm. in the things that he played. I mean, obviously, Rocky Horror Picture Show is a great one. Um, but with this one, he, he really, ki- there's a the bit nearer the end, which we'll talk about later on, where he kicks in to going over the, <laughs> the story. And it's just fab. It's just it brilliant. Is, and yeah. he's great. And, um, you know, so it was that in the end that sold it. I thought, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to watch it because, yeah, he's good. He was around this period of time. He was, he was, you know, was bang on money. So, yeah. 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 It was a great film. I used to mm. love this film when I was younger. I had it on video and I must have watched it. 32 times <laughs> 32 32 times and one time i got about three quarters of the way in and then i left on pause with the with the maid and mum came in and said turn that off <laughs> was that it trevor that was it that's how it yeah. works yeah um you were saying about the alternate endings yes um they the alternate endings were only on the video and when it was played on tv because the alternate endings was when it was released at cinemas they released different versions to different cinemas so that no one could ruin it for each other oh. so yeah depending on what cinema you went made a difference of what ending you saw fascinating that's very cool that's quite a nice idea yeah but it just goes to show that you could pay attention to all the clues and all the evidence and what's happening yes. in the film yeah and it doesn't matter it could have been anyone <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And did you did you at any point go back just to look to see whether he was? I mean, we're getting to the end of it already. But you know, when he says so and so, the the murderer must have been the last one to come into the room. Did you sort of scroll back and have yeah, a look? Um, I did. No, but I noticed that he wasn't there when they was all running to the hall, and he just turns up after when a vet screens, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. they run, and he yeah. wasn't with them. And I, I, yeah. I, I wrote that down on my notes. Oh. He's not there then. Yeah. Wadsworth wasn't there. I mean, yeah, I, I like the alternative ending idea. I thought it was really, really good. It does add to it, actually. I mean, I sat up and watched it quite late last night whilst I had American football on on silent. So I was kind of watching two things. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's brilliant. And I, I just, even down to the music they, that plays throughout this film is great. They build the suspense up at certain points. I don't know who did the music. Do you know who did the music for this No, one? I was thinking I needed to look and see who'd done the music. We should have done a bit of research, really, shouldn't we? So let's um, have a look. John music, Morris. John Morris. He'd done a lot of work with Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder. Yeah, well, there you go. So uh, that's what I was thinking. when, Especially the opening sequence, it reminded me of Young Frankenstein yep. and Haunted Honeymoon which were a Mel Brooks and a Gene Wilder film. So, well, there, there you, you go. go. Yeah, so that sort of like set up that's, there. That's in my notes as well. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just looking at the notes. It says, the elephant man conductor. Did, do you think he conducted with his trunk? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> he, do, he has done the music for haunted honeymoon i've seen it ah okay he also did the world's greatest lover so again he was the conductor in that and do you think he used his trunk in that one as well (laughs) 
<laughs> so he did. He did young Frankenstein look and blazing saddles. Yeah, there you go. That's why I thought that music sounds familiar. Yeah. Um. So this film was conceived by John Landis. He was going to write and direct it, and he called on the talents of Jonathan Lynn to come and help. Um, Jonathan Lynn, in case you don't know Robin, he used to write for TV and direct right. TV. British TV as well. He's an Englishman. Amongst his TV credits, The Good Life. Ah, oh, Felicity Treacle Kendall. Yeah, and Yes Minister. <laughs> ah, yes, very Prime good. Minister. Very good. So, and then he went over to America, got into film. His second film after this was his first film, and his second film was Nuns on the Run. So Robbie it didn't Coltrane, go well. Eric Idle. <laughs> uh, Three Men and a Lady. Sergeant Bilko and My Cousin Vinny are amongst his other titles. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Long silence. (laughs) Say no more. Um, Originally, there was a few casting choices that didn't pan out. Right. Originally cast to play the butler, Wadsworth. Leonard Rossiter. I could see that. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Uh, he died. Oh. Before they got to film. So that's why he couldn't be in it. Miss Scarlet was originally going to be Carrie Fisher. Two days before filming, she went into rehab. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know, I don't know that. How would she? I, I would have been interesting to see her in that role. I think she'd probably have done all right. But yeah. Yeah. Don't know. I, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> I mean, she Carrie Fisher. What other films was she in other than Blues Brothers? Um, I can remember seeing her in When Harry Met Sally. She's her friend in that, isn't she? Yeah, she is. It's true. I can't think. I can't think what else. There you are. That's one we can put out to the to the listening. Yeah, Carrie Fisher films. Tell us. And were they any, <laughs> and were they any good? <laughs> Didn't she write a book, Postcards from the Edge, and it's all about her? life and her drugs and that got turned into a film didn't it yeah she she was she was bipolar as well wasn't she so she didn't have a great time did she a lot of the time with um with different bits and pieces yeah i did watch the trailer for clue as well like watching ad the trailers for films yeah films yeah and the music did you recognize the music on the trailer it's not the music from clue no, I'd have, to, do I'd have to listen it but i didn't i haven't seen it i, I didn't watch the trailer but um, it's um from airplane it's the music from airplane sorry about that how odd yeah why do they do that i don't know they do it sometimes i remember the trailer for robocop as well had the music for terminator on it on the original robocop trailer so anyway john landis wanted to write he wanted to direct and then he decided instead to direct a film that someone mentioned last week in the comments spies like us Oh, okay. With Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase. Ah. So John Landis would have done that and just kept as a producer, I think, on this. And, yeah, um, yeah. He's literally just down as the writer, isn't he? Oh, is he? Is that all I've, he's down as? I, uh, but it's his Goober's Pe- Goober Peters production company. they done um, American Wealth in London, so I'd imagine they're his sort of team. Yeah. That's who he gets to produce his films. What a great film. But I thought this was well written, actually. It did. In, there were some places where I thought oh. the dialogue was very much like 
um yes minister really clever yeah just it, it felt to me like this would make a really good stage production if it was like really, yeah, you yeah. Know, the, the the dialogue was very theatrical in a sense wasn't it lots it was, of like, bouncing looked- off each other and playing around with different bits and pieces yeah um yeah i i agree i thought i really enjoyed it and i think there was bits in it it's, it's always a good mark when there's bits in it that just laugh out loud bits and certain characters you know that just make you just guffaw i often said it was guffaw guffaw yes you said it last week i do remember i did yeah it's like ooh, i say guffaw i loll out i no. loll out loud no i'm sorry lolling lolling is common <laughs> in my opinion you no, know no, you I do lo- that on your mobile i loll out loud no no i guffaw so um <laughs> yeah it's well written some of the gags and it's just like they're so rapid as well aren't they once they yeah. get I mean, it starts off, it's very sort of slow pace, isn't it? Well, it's very open when they're all turning up. Yeah, but that goes, I mean, before that, they do the dog's mess joke, don't they? Where (laughs) he he, he puts the the two guard dogs away and the guard dogs are just like fluffy Alsatians and they they don't look scary or intimidating at all. And I'm thinking, what's this? And he throws the meat down to them. And then he, he looks at them as if to say, ha, got ya. I've won. And then he treads in dog's mess, doesn't he? And then he's like, yeah. walks in, scrapes his shoe off, starts walking around. And then after that, everyone that turns up is sniffing and checking, their, <laughs> paranoid, checking their shoes. Is that me? <laughs> and it's like, and I was thinking, oh my God, this is just like, it's going on a bit now. They're all doing it. <laughs> yeah, because it's like very, there's not a lot of dialogue in the sort of opening act until they get into the study. Really, yeah, it's it? when they're all together and the dialogue kicks off that it works i think up until that point it did feel quite disjointed until they all got together yeah but once they kicked off with the dialogue it 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 was away wasn't it and yeah really good so so i wrote down a couple of notes and it basically says colonel mustard alias sniff (laughs) (laughs) the chef had a knife sniff (laughs) (laughs) but that's not one of the uh, weapons because they get the no, weapons. that's right. Well, it, it works just like it's the a board bit game. Strange, doesn't it? isn't it? Where he gives them all the weapons as a d- gift. What does he? Yeah, I d- Mr. Body gives them to him. I, f- I think it was. Yeah, I mean, it's. I guess if you start looking at it too closely, you're going to find all sorts of reasons why oh, it's not yeah, a good idea. Is. But <laughs> um, you know, the whole the whole blackmail thing and. Yeah, I do. It just, it just, it just works to get the characters in the rooms in the in the building together, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is just some great. This is like the bodies start piling up and that through this. I love the bit where Colonel Mustard's like, they go, "Is everything all right?" And he's like, "Yep, two corpses. Everything's fine." Yeah, it becomes. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? It becomes very quickly. It's normalised. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> when there's more murders and they're just sort of shuffling from room to room, going, "Yep, another one." It was, yeah. yeah, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliantly Little bits done. like that just made me laugh, yeah. It's great. Um, so the first character who turns up at the house is... Is that uh, Colonel it's, Mustard? It's Colonel Mustard, yeah, Colonel Mustard. And that's played by Martin Mull. And, uh, Mull. 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 Uh, I have Andy to say, Mull. I think other than, the, uh, other than um, Tim Curry, I think... Martin Mull, Colonel Mustard, was my favourite character. Yeah. I think some of his lines in it were brilliant. And when the, with the chandelier, I, that was the bit, I, I was like, I remember the chandelier bit when he's going, See, I can't stand any more scares. 
<laughs> and then the chandelier drops behind him. And- There's so much that I remember. And the one bit that I remembered the most, and I remembered why I remembered it the most, was because I had a film taped off of the telly for one Christmas. And just before the film, there was a BBC advert coming soon on BBC in the week. Clue. And it was the clip with Tim Curry going, I'm not shouting. Okay, I'm shouting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then it's like, I'm shouting, I'm shouting, I'm shouting. And then the candlestick falls on his head. And I must have seen that clip alone <laughs> so many times. Because I can't remember what film it was on the beginning of, but something I taped off the telly. Yeah. Um, Christopher Lloyd picks up... Um, Miss Scarlet. Miss Scarlet. And instantly, Christopher Lloyd's character as Professor Plum is real lech, isn't he? He's like, yes, yeah, uncomfortably so. I think the, <laughs> my favourite bits is with the cook when she's dead and he gets wedged between the two dead bodies, but he's he can't help but rest his hand on her backside. <laughs> <laughs> Grim. Yeah, no, so... Yeah, he was they good. said to him, Wadsworth says to him, uh, you were once a professor of psychiatry, specialising in helping paranoid and homicidal lunatics suffering from delusions of grandeur. And he says, yes, but now I work for the United Nations. <laughs> so your work has not changed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, um, brilliant. Another little thing with Christopher uh, Lloyd's character. He says he works for the United Nations organisation um, and the World, uh, the World Health Organisation. Which the acronyms are you know who. Oh, clever. <laughs> See what you've done there. See? See? I didn't do it. They did it. <laughs> they did it, mate. So that popped up in some of my research that I was doing. I didn't notice that. Oh, that's great. What else you got? I don't know. So we're talking about Colleen Camp as a vet. Yes. There was a lot of people went for the role of a vet. Okay. Madonna was uh, wanted to play it. It was quite a coveted role, apparently. When it was going around Hollywood, everyone wanted to play the movie. Really? And Colleen Camp got it because she turned up to the audition in a maid's outfit to get the job. And the director, Jonathan Lynn, had, he's admitted that it's because she had such large breasts that she got the role. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah well so, you know at least he's honest that's hollywood because <laughs> uh it does sort of take the eye off of everything else when she's in there, it does it? i mean the, certainly the first sort of like 10 minutes it's like every character is just like looking down her top in in like amazement on there <laughs> but um yeah. yeah i quite like um mr green his character yes yeah michael yeah. mckean plays him he does a lot of comedy as well they're all sort of comedy actors aren't they yeah um wasn't he in um spinal tap wasn't he wasn't he one of spinal tap was he really i think so yeah ah, fascinating the, i always i always like the um do you remember the uh i think comic it was a comic strip. strip i got the box set yeah, with um, Rick Mayo, Adrian Edmondson. Bad news talk. Bad news. <laughs> Bad news. Yeah. Well, that, was, that uh, came out before Spinal Tap. Well, it doesn't surprise me, you know. Yeah, so I think credit should have been given where credit was due there. I, Spinal Tap, should have, they should have said, based on an idea by Rick Mayo and Ed Edmondson and Nigel Planer. Yeah. And Keith Richards. Keith Richardson? Keith Richardson. Did the, my favourite one of the Rick and Aid Edmondson ones are um, Mr. Jolly Lives Next Door. 
Have you seen that? Where Peter Cook is the next door yes. neighbour and he plays a psycho killer. Yes. And um, Nicholas Parsons in it, isn't he? And he's like, knocks on the door. Yes, that's Who is right. It? Nicholas Parsons. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and when, when Nicholas Parsons passed away, Aid Edmondson put up on Twitter, he fucked off at last. <laughs> But yeah, brilliant, Nicholas Parsons being involved. Yeah, in just, just, just dragging him in. <laughs> Come on, he, Nicholas. He was well up for it. I've heard him interviewed about it. And he's like, oh, they were just great fun. He was in loads of them. He was in like several of them. Sort of, he could just, sort of just become a joke in himself, just being Nicholas yeah. Parsons. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, how can we get back to the film? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, oh, dear, Robin. Oh, I know, right? <clears throat> um, so... Basically, the gist of it is that lots of them know each other, don't they, for one reason or another. There's, there's like, links to all of them. They've all been blackmailed. And then they they realise that they all work in Washington, don't they, and all government yeah. people and so on and so on. So that, so, somehow um, associated. So they start to realise what's going on. Mr. Body comes in, hands out the weapons, the lights go off. Uh, Mr. Body's killed. That's right, because Mr. Body's dead on the floor, but there's no sign of how he how died. he dies yeah because he wasn't shot even though there was a gunshot i love the line actually before when christopher lloyd's in the car with miss scarlet and uh, you see the house the mansion and then the lightning strikes and you see the silhouette of the mansion and it's, she's like why is the car stopped? it's like <laughs> it's frightened it's frightened <laughs> yeah <laughs> there are some there are some really good uh one-liners in that there's a tim curry one where he's talking about his wife and um he said about I wasn't blackmailed she was she had friends they the were socialists. socialists and they're like oh, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh my god um, yeah Colleen Clamp as well sorry as uh, Colleen Camp as vet mm. she do you know what she's been in the lightning strike reminded me of the film no that she's famous for no she plays um Tackleberry's wife in Police Academy 2. Do you remember he falls in love with that traffic cop? Yes. That's her. Oh, And my. it's her family who goes back and they're always punching each other at the dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> Beating each other up. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> the, the dad and the son. <laughs> That's br- oh, well, there you go, you see. That's why when she would have been auditioning up against, I mean, other than the fact that she had the largest breasts of all the actresses, um, she would have been up against the likes of Madonna now. And I was thinking, well, how did she get the part over them? Because I've never heard of her before. But obviously that film would have probably come around the same sort of time. She would have been quite well known. Similar sort of time. I don't know how well known, because it was only a sort of a small part for her, wasn't it? But, um, And I'm sure I've seen her in something recently. I'm sure she played someone's mum in something I've just watched. yeah, but the lightning, the sound of the thunder, yeah, reminded me of the opening credits of Police Academy as well, where the lightning keeps going off <laughs> on the very first film. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Police Academy! What a film! What a classic that is! Yeah, the first one's a good one. The second one, I thought, was all right. We've got they a said... zany guy in there. What was he called? <laughs> he was called Zane or something, wasn't he? No, um, Zed. Z- Zed. That's right. Yeah. Bobcat Goldthwaite. Yes. He's actually a film writer and director now, and I've seen two of his films, and they are fucking brilliant. Really? One is called The World's Greatest Dad, with Robin Williams. And then another film he'd done was... Uh, <laughs> how are we talking about every film? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but another film he'd done was called God Bless America, and it's about this bloke who gets... Um, 
He gets sacked from work because he buys this woman in his office some flowers. So he gets sacked for sexual assault for buying her flowers. Um, and then he's like absolutely horrified by all like reality TV and my sweet 16 birthday and things like that. So he decides to go on a killing spree across America, killing all these TV stars, reality TV stars. Great. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds a little bit like falling down. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But anyway, that's what Bobcat Goldthwait done. Okay. Who's nothing to do with this film. It's more to do with Police Academy 2. <laughs> that really was a tenuous leap because... What Colleen Camp was in. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. All good. <laughs> so um, the lady... Uh, what's she called? Mrs. White. Yeah. Madeline Can. Madeline Can. So she's... I recognise her from quite a few films. And we're about to go I off again, aren't we? I think she's in a lot of the Blazing Saddles. She is, isn't she? In. She plays... Doesn't she normally play sort of a, a, a German or a character? Was she in The Producers or... She could have been. I think she mm. does a lot with Mel yeah. Brooks and that. Yeah. But I recognise her from yeah. other stuff. Yeah, definitely. And apparently Jonathan Lynn doesn't like it when they stray from the script when they were making this film. Right. And she's one who just has to ad-lib all the time. Yeah. Apparently there's a few of her bits are ad-libs that got left in the film brilliant i think the problem with reviewing this film and kind of trying to think back through is there was so much the speed of the dialogue (laughs) and so many good jokes and one-liners and and the timing of things it's really hard it's like when you go to watch a stand-up comedian and they just joke after joke after joke after joke after joke and then you try and and remember them you can't remember any of them but they were all funny (laughs) and then the only one you can remember is like you know the worst one or <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty it's much like what this podcast is doing where they're trying to remember the bullets in the gun one plus yes two plus one, two plus, one, two plus, one plus there's one a plus few two. bits like that isn't there where they're just back and forth and it's like yeah absolutely i mean as soon as as soon as um like i said as soon as tim curry kicks into that sort of like i'm gonna tell you how this all goes down and he starts <laughs> running to and fro yeah the pace is just phenomenal yeah and it's yeah, just I like had that music in my head all night trying to sleep in a tent <laughs> when you try to put the tent away in the morning yeah so um i, I mean i did write down loads of notes but they're even down to Little touches like um, it's dark. They go round. They split up, don't they? They go round the house. So they start going up. Some go down to the cellar. Some go upstairs. Some go up to the attic. And um, the lights go off. And Wadsworth goes to turn the light on. And he says, "What's this? There's another door." And he turns the shower on. <laughs> <laughs> but the bit that made me laugh was afterwards when he's walking down the hall, and you can hear him squelching. It's just just a little squelch, 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 and it's just brilliant. The t- just the little touches of, and he doesn't squelch again after that. But it's just that little bit they had, you know, that put it in there, and it's so many things were just so well done. It's great fun, yeah, yeah. You can see, he really embellished the role, didn't he? he just, I got into it, didn't he? It was brilliant. Uh, the yeah. film when it was released at the cinema it actually flopped it didn't make its money back yeah okay okay but since on tv and video yeah it sort of gathered this cult status and like i said i was gonna say i could yeah i could imagine this having a bit of a cult status to it because it is one of those films where yeah i don't know if you went to the cinema would you have would you have enjoyed it i guess i would have done i suppose i I was you know i was probably about eight or nine when i first watched it and i think it's ideal for that sort of age group yeah <laughs> but then you watch a film at that age and you watch it that much that you when you're watching it in future 
you're you know it so well you don't know if you would enjoy it now or not if you hadn't seen it before no that's it but i i loved it and i was watching it just thinking oh this is great but i know what's exactly what's coming every step of the way i was lucky enough not to be able to remember for quite a way through this what was going to happen again i was you know it was sort of coming back to it's one of those films where it would happen and i'd go oh yeah i remember and certain things would come up but i couldn't remember the ending i couldn't remember the alternative endings i couldn't remember how they tied it all together so i was quite invested all the way through because of that i think if i knew the endings would i want to watch it again yeah but it doesn't matter because you could watch like i said you could watch this like a murder mystery and be trying to work it all out yeah but it's designed that it could have been all of them yeah and it was ultimately all of them yeah absolutely it's just a bit of fun isn't it it's just mental and i suppose that's based on the game as well every time you play the game it's someone different something different in a different room yep so (laughs) exactly it's a good adaptation of a board game brilliant and i love the whole all the way through the end is this no communism is a red herring (laughs) (laughs) The, the the recipe as well when they cook it he's explaining the recipe i and uh, oh i knew it was your favorite bill because it was in yeah. monkey's brains <laughs> and mr green <laughs> <like, laughs> <laughs> that's what i mean mr green was a brilliant character that like, the final ending yeah. where he's like not yes. the character you thought he was it's just great because <laughs> hey, he's yeah. like oh and they he, can't blackmail me because i've done nothing wrong and you know and I'll, I'll admit it i'm you know i'm homosexual and so what um but then at the end he's like i'm going home to sleep with my wife <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah brilliant j edgar hoover turns up <laughs> it's just like oh he phones him doesn't it, he? he rings up but then he's there at the end isn't he that's the guy who does the leaflets is that supposed to be J. Edgar Hoover? Yeah, that's him, isn't it? That's who he's meant to be, isn't it, at the end? Oh, right. I don't know. I just thought he was like um, one of the police. Just one of the head police honchos. I thought he was J. Edgar Hoover. He, He actually, is also in Police Academy 2. He's Eric Lassard's brother. Oh, my word. Oh, Lord. He's the captain where they go to work. (laughs) They go to work in a different precinct, don't they? Because his precinct's overrun with crime. Yeah. And he need Eric, I need your help. So he's, he's Commandant Lassard's younger brother. And he's the chief in that. He's just credited in this as the chief. Oh, okay. So he even. wasn't. He so, wasn't Jake. Yeah, that was my come. mistake. Okay. So another link to Police Academy Two. There. Yeah. Well, obviously it was from around <laughs> the same sort of time, wasn't it? So they probably. Yeah. Probably were just all the same agents picking up they? the same sort of actors and. <laughs> yeah, I just um, I think I just love the way that when it gets to the end bit and they're running from room to room to room to room like you do in the game, trying to get to work it out before anyone else does. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just a, a brilliant and it's just like it manic, now we go into the dinner hall and then we went and out all of- the rooms are set out the same as they are in exactly the board, yeah with, with the each passage leads from the room yes that it does in yes the game, exactly you know, the secret passages the so it's clever it's clever it's so really good. it is good it's like they must have written that script with the board there so they could see it. Yeah, they would have did would have did that, would have done that, would have done did that, they done that. They, they did, did. They, they did that. They did that. They done. So uh, Hendrix out of Jaws turns up as well, didn't he? Jeffrey Kramer, the motorist. Yeah. So he. Yeah. So he was the he was um, uh, Chief Brody's uh, assistant. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. In Jaws. Yeah, because I looked at him and I was thinking, I recognise him. Recognise him. Where's he come from? And then it did twig. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's also. Um, BZ's mate in uh, Santa Claus the movie, isn't he? Is he? 
Yeah. Do you remember Santa Claus? Yeah, I watched movie? that this year. It was one of our Christmas movies that we ch- we picked out. We had quite a good way of doing Christmas. This is slightly random, but I'm going to do it anyway now I'm talking about it. Um, we wrapped all our DV- Christmas DVDs up. Uh, we used to do that. But we, we, we had to do it to stop the arguments. So, <laughs> yeah, so in, the end, in the end, it came down to, look, whatever comes out, that's the one we've got to watch. I think it... Uh, it worked for about two nights. <laughs> yeah, well, we done it one year. We done it one year, and then the next year we done it, and we're like, oh, Santa who? <laughs> yeah, like, we- Fucking hell! <laughs> like, oh, where's all the good ones? And now we just every year we're like, right, we're watching the Santa Claus with Tim Allen again. <laughs> yes, <laughs> watch them. Um, I'll watch a Christmas Carol on my own. It's fine. Yeah, I, no Polar Express. I have to watch on my own. <laughs> <laughs> anyway clue yeah. outtakes um there were some jokes that was just awful um is there a little girl's room wee oui, wee oui, madame no no i just want a powder my nose <laughs> yes so, oh. and the illusionist joke was a bit like so your second husband disappeared well yeah he was an illusionist but he didn't come back <laughs> he wasn't a very good illusionist yes <laughs> yeah there was and that's why i sort of said it it kind of felt that's why it felt like a bit more like uh it should be on stage because you know sometimes when it's on stage and the jokes are fired out like that and they're meant to be bad yeah you know because you can then turn to the audience and, and kind of nudge nudge wink wink when they're writing that they know it's a bad yeah joke. exactly and that's you know <laughs> it's that sort of like playing to the audience almost isn't it with some of it you could... like you you say it about wadsworth with the the shower the other bit is colonel mustard what's in this door and he opens it and the <laughs> <bed falls out. laughs> yeah that i i guffawed <laughs> i i lmaf lmaof lmao lmalford Le mouthed? What's that? What? <laughs> I laughed my fucking ass off. LMFA. LMFAO. I LMFAO'd at that. Did you? <laughs> okay. <sighs> it's like when at the end they got all these bodies turning up and then the, the, the doorbell rings. There's that scene, isn't there, where. Is it the cop is killed? Yeah, they all get the killed, don't they? Killed. And then the, there's the, um, the, then tele- the door, telegraph s- girl or whatever. Dancing, singing telegram, isn't there? Singing telegraph. Singing telegram. So let's put the body in with the others. And then they go, is it in the study where they collected all the bodies? Yeah. Isn't it? And you just see the dropper. <laughs> yeah, there's no, no care, is there now? It's sort of like, fud. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> yeah. So... And just talking of the ending, did we talk about which we felt was our best, the best ending, the one that we thought was the um, most appropriate ending for it? I don't know, because there was basically, it was either Miss Scarlet, wasn't it? Yep. Or Miss Peacock. Oh, I thought or, it was very good, Miss Peacock. I, I like the I like the big ending where it was all of them. I, I just thought think that was great. Yeah, and, and Mr. Green turned out to be... Um, like the FBI. The tough guy. Because yeah. he, yeah. he, he, he was playing all the time. Yeah, I thought his like I said, his character he's probably my favourite character in that. Um, you notice none of them wear their colours, do they? Yeah, interesting. No, they don't, do they? That would have been quite, I guess, uh, even if it was, you know, just an item of clothing, i.e. a tie. Mind you, I suppose, because Mustard's got a sort of brown suit on. Yeah. It's not really mustardy, is it, I suppose? I think when they see, sh- you see their cars, P- Professor Plum is in a purple car. Yep. Miss Scarlet has a red car. Yep. Do we see anyone else turn up in a car? 
Mrs. Peacock's car you see at the end, don't you? She's just going to get in her car to escape. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you do, don't you? What colour was um, that then? Peacock? Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> what colour is a peacock? Whatever colour that car was. But yeah, I like the ending where they're all guilty, but it was Wadsworth basically had invited them all to ki- kill all of his sort of spies and agents, wasn't it? And yeah. His spies and informants. I thought that was a good 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 ending. And did they use all the weapons to kill someone in the end of it? Did they actually get through all the weapons? I think mean, they did, didn't they? Because the, t- the singing telegram was a gunshot. Yeah. Cop was a lead pipe. Yeah. The wrench. If if the wrench was... Who's the wrench? Was it the bloke um, out of George? Oh, the, the motorist. Yeah, the, the, the motorist. Um, Yvette was the uh, rope. Rope. The dagger uh, was cook. the cook. Yeah. What else is there then? Candlestick. Who died with the candlestick? M- the Mr. Bo- Body. Mr. Body. Yeah. So they did. They used yeah, all they the used weapons. All the weapons. Very In good. every room, possibly. And a porch. <laughs> the singing telegram got killed in the porch. <laughs> She did at the front door. Yeah. Because you wouldn't invite that in, would you? She's um out of a band called Go is it the Go Go Girls? Oh really? But uh she's also you remember Bill and Ted's excellent adventure? You seen yes, that? Yes, 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 yeah, she yeah. Plays... Watched all of those again recently, actually. Including the new one. Yeah, I quite like the new one. I thought it was actually quite good. It was all right. It was all right. It didn't kill the others, did it? No. Well the second <laughs> one I thought was the worst when I watched them back again. It starts off really good, and at the end, the end half of that is just shit. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it's that, that's the one with station. Yeah, what the fuck is that? <laughs> station. station. Yeah, I did like that bit. Yeah. But, um, okay. yeah, she's Joan of Arc anyway in... Uh, oh, right, yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. Yep, yep. I know the one you mean. Yeah. I think Mrs. White is quite a great character, because she's, like, really... She's like the femme fatale in it, isn't she? And she's like, yeah, the Black yeah. Widow. Um, and I think it's great yeah. that she comes in dressed in black, Mrs. White. <laughs> and uh, they say, like, how many husbands have you had? Mine or other women's? <laughs> Yours. Five. Five? <laughs> yeah. She said, yeah, husbands should be like Kleenex, soft, strong and disposable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I did write that one down. I could have said and that one. If you I'd lure men to their deaths like a spider with flies. And she says, well, flies are where men are vo- most vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you can, like, imagine that, like, Yes Minister. Have you ever, Do you watch Yes Minister? Have you seen any of that? Yeah, I have seen I Yes Minister, that, yeah. The way they talk in that, like, um, Humphrey, isn't it? The civil servant. It's just so clever, the, the, the language all through it, the way he speaks. Uh, like like the beginning as well, where he says, "You're the I'm the butler, and what do you do? I butle. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we've uh, probably covered enough, Robin, don't you? Oh, I think so. I think it was actually, it's interesting, isn't it? Because it was quite tricky. To, I found that quite tricky to, yeah. to talk about as a film. Although I really enjoyed it and would would recommend it actually it's one of like i said it's one of those ones where it's like watching the watching a comedian work isn't it it's too it's quick a, just a good one to, to keep it all in your, your head let go of everything let your brain go and just watch it and yeah it's definitely a a, a good one to escape into isn't it and just just enjoy yeah yeah you don't have to think hard about it you don't really have to it doesn't and and that's i guess the good thing about the alternative endings it means that you can't you know you're not looking back and going well hang on a minute it can't have been them because this that and the other because it doesn't matter because there's as many alternative endings as you like yeah you could make up your own couldn't you really out of that exactly yeah 
it doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense. Because, I mean, like, Mrs. White killed Yvette. Yet when you go in the room, when Yvette goes in the room in the dark and says, oh, they're all here, I've got them all to do, whatever. And it's clearly a man's voice in there. Yes. Talking to her. Well, what does that say about Mrs. Mrs. White? Mrs. Yeah. White. You know, exactly. So it doesn't make sense. It's not supposed to make sense, is it? I don't think. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's wrap it up there. Hopefully, you can get something out of that. Yeah, I'm sure I will, Rob. Yeah, good one to revisit, though. Thanks yeah, for yeah. suggesting that. No, that's all right. Enjoyed that. Uh, do you know? Actually, um, there's talks of a remake of this. And oh, is there? Ryan Reynolds is involved in a remake at the moment. I think. Okay, so would he be the butler, do you think? Because, I mean... I, Possibly, yeah. Well, I mean, it would work for him. He'd be the sort of character, sort of actor that could drop into this because of the quick lines and the fast, you know. Him and um, Rebel Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's put that out for the listeners. Who would they like to see in a remake of this film? Yeah. Who would you have? Yeah. So when I share this to the Facebook page, you can comment underneath the Facebook link the podcast link on the Facebook page. Who would you like to see in a, in a remake of Clue? Who do you think would work as each of the characters? Mm. Good question, Rob. Mm. Good question. Well, thanks. Well, better than yours, wasn't it? With the whole board game one. <sighs> Fuck it, I don't care. What a stupid idea that was. So, yep, Robin, thank you very much, sir. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you very much. I've had a lovely time and, I, and it, was a good, it was a good film to watch. I enjoyed it. <laughs> very good then. And see you all again next week. Chase. Bye.